Welcome to Here's What I Learned, the show made for the curious. Every day offers you the chance to learn something new in life and in business. And on this show, we'll ask the questions and explore the answers to running an online business as a coach or online service provider. I'm Jackie Hayes, a launch planning consultant that helps business owners like you ask the important questions that lead to launches they love. Each week, you'll hear lessons learned by myself and other online business owners answers to your questions, and we'll just get plain old curious. If you love to learn, have a curious mind, and are always full of questions, then you'll want to stick around and take a listen. So put in those earbuds, get your morning mile started, and enjoy the episode. Welcome to season six of Here's What I Learned. If you're new to the podcast, then the next few sentences are not going to mean much to you. But if you have been listening for a while, you're going to notice some changes. And if you missed the trailer, here's what you can expect. First off, instead of releasing episodes on Tuesday, they're now going to be released on Monday, which you've probably already figured out. I'm also going to be having shorter episodes, and most of them will be solo episodes as opposed to the interview style. And last, each season is going to be focused around a specific theme. And this season, season six, is around one of my very favorite themes or topics, and that is launching. Why am I going to explore this beyond the fact that I am a launch planning consultant? Well, it's because how often I hear about people who hate launching, and I want to see if I can maybe change your mind on that. And so we're going to have a whole season about what launching is, how you can approach launching so that you can have more fun and learn to love it, and tools and tips that I can give you to make launching easier. Now, let's start off with defining what launching is. It's really important that we're all on the same page, because if I'm talking about one thing and you're talking about another, then we're obviously not going to understand each other. My very first experience witnessing a launch was way back in the day when Marie Forleo was really starting out with the B-School. And my first experience was just getting some emails from her. Well, quite a few emails from her. And then the next year, it was quite a few emails from her, plus affiliate emails from people that I follow that are connected to her. And then the next year, it was those things, plus the podcast I was listening to. And it felt like there was nothing but B-School going on at a specific time of year. In fact, a friend and I would always text each other, it must be B-School time of year. We knew when it was enrollment time because we were being inundated with messages about enrolling for B-School. Now, obviously, there was a lot of hoopla. There was a lot of excitement. There was no way I could possibly miss that they were enrolling for B-School. And that is what I first thought launching was, was this huge, huge marketing campaign across multiple channels, bringing in multiple people until people were just sick of hearing from you, quite honestly. Launching doesn't have to be that extravagant and that complicated of an affair. And it's more than that marketing campaign. The marketing campaign is only one piece of a launch. When I say a launch, I say finding the right way to communicate the right offer to the right people. And that's a process. That process is a planned effort to bring your offer, product, or service to your audience for purchase. 
or consumption of some kind. So say download your freebie. I define launching this way because when we narrow our thinking to just the marketing of our offer, we can find ourselves very overwhelmed once the day comes to make that offer available because we didn't consider all the steps that have happened before we were able to start talking about our offer. Now, why do we tend to think of just the marketing campaign or the cart open period when it comes to launching? Is because that's all we see from others. We are not behind the scenes of Amy Porterfield or Marie Forleo or any of the other big names or even some of our closest business besties. We don't know all the steps they're taking, but we do see how they're marketing it. So we can get our definition of launching very, very narrow and eliminate all those other things. When you hear about the phases of a launch, you often hear about launch planning, pre-launch, launch, and post-launch. I choose to use different terms or titles for each of those phases. And here's why. Naming the four phases as launch planning, pre-launch, launch, and post-launch narrows our view of launching to the time period where our cart is open. That's the one and only time that people call the process launch, but the launch is all four phases. So instead, I like to use terminology that helps me remember what each phase is focused on. So there's strategy and clarity, connecting and nurturing, conversion, and evaluation. Let's start the very first one, strategy and clarity. This is the very first phase of your launch. This is the planning stage. This is where you're getting clear on your offer, your ideal audience, how you're going to serve them, what tools and tech you may need to be able to do all of that. The strategy and clarity phase may take you a couple of weeks, or it could take you multiple months. If it's a new offer, if you need to adopt new tech, if you need to onboard Uh, a temporary team member or a permanent team member, it's going to take you longer in this phase than if you have already launched this offer multiple times. It's a well-oiled machine. I highly recommend that if you're going to be adopting new tech or you're going to be bringing on a new team member, you do that in this phase. If you wait until you move on to the other phases, you could really start to feel overwhelmed. This is also a time to start planning what your messaging is going to be, and how you're going to be communicating that message to your ideal audience. The next phase is connecting and nurturing. Now, connecting and nurturing is happening all of the time. For this, you're going to be focused on one particular thing, the offer. So you may be talking with your audience year-round, but for a specific time period, you're really going to be focused on this one particular offer. Again, this may take a few weeks. So If this is an offer that you have launched many times, you may only need to talk about it about four or eight weeks, depending on the price point. But if it's a brand new um, offer or you need to be building your audience, this could take three, four, six months. And connecting and nurturing can actually overlap with the strategy and clarity. There's no reason why you can't start talking about your offer once you have a fairly good idea of what it is. You're going to be doing a lot of behind the scenes, talking about how you're developing the offer, what they can expect, etc. So as you're learning things about your offer, you can actually start talking about it. So strategy and clarity and connecting and nurturing actually kind of overlap. And then conversion. This one's pretty obvious. This is when your cart is open or enrollment is open. This is when they can pay you or they can access your offer. 
And it's up to you how long you want that cart to be open. You can do it for a month. You can do it for three weeks. You can do it for a week, three days, a day. It depends on the demand for your offer. It depends on what your ideal audience needs. And it depends on what you can hold space for because there is the icky middle. Every launch expert and anybody who has ever launched is going to tell you that you're going to have early adopters and late adopters, and there is going to be crickets in the middle. Nothing happening. So how long can you hold space for nothing happening? Consider that when you decide how long you're going to keep that cart open. Now, evaluation. This is the phase that almost all of us forget to do, but it's probably one of the most important phases. When your launch is over, as in the cart has closed and your program is now available or you're now doing your calls with your people, you need to evaluate all three phases that went before this. How it went, what your numbers were, how it felt, what you learned, because all of that information you can use when you go back into the launch cycle with this offer or even other offers. The things you learn in each launch makes every launch after be more streamlined, be easier, be less stressful. So take time once your launch has finished or those first three phases have finished to finish up your launch process with the evaluation phase. Now, I'd make sure that I do this right away within a week So everything is still fresh in your mind. And in fact, you can actually be recording a lot of this as you go. Take notes, track your numbers, your open rates, your click rates, your likes, your shares, all of those things. You don't have to wait until the very, very end to collect all that information. But there should be a point at which you look at that information, you glean lessons from it, and you create a list of takeaways that you can apply to future launches. If you want to reframe how you approach launch planning, hop on my email list to learn more about my upcoming quarterly launch planning workshop series. I'm currently looking for a small group of people to help me beta test this first round. Will you be one of them? Head over to JackieHayes.online backslash waitlist to learn more. Thank you for listening to another episode of Here's What I Learned. You can find the show notes and transcripts at JackieHayes.online backslash podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave a review and follow the show. Be sure to find me on Instagram at JackieHayes underscore OBM and let me know what you learned from this episode. Catch you next time on Here's What I Learned.